I want to bring in, though, now our commentator of the week, and I'm very pleased to welcome to the program this week Jack the Insider. Many of you will know him from appearances on the ABC, on Sky News, but a regular columnist in the Australian newspaper and blogger to the nation at times, and he's a very, very successful author. He's got the latest edition of his book, Unholy Trinity, The Hunt for the Pedophile Priest, Monsignor John Day. It's out now with the revisions in the latest edition. He joins me on the line now. Thanks for joining us, Jack. Chris, great to be here. Yeah, mate, it's great to catch up with you. I always love your take on the absurdity that is national politics. Uh, this week, though, you brought into the Victorian election campaign, and I thought it was a fantastic story you decided to share, really away from day-to-day party politics, about Daniel Andrews, a man that a lot of people have had a crack at, but you saw the human side of him where he did something quietly to help someone. Yeah, that's right. And uh, in, in a nutshell, what... Uh, Unholy Trinity, the book is about, <clears throat> is the story of a police officer in Mildura who sought to uh, uh, prosecute a, a pedophile priest, a particularly prolific uh, pedophile priest by the name of Monsignor John Day. And uh, when he tried to do that, uh, prosecute him, Dennis uh, came up against corrupt forces within Victoria Police Force. That was in 1972. And really, we went many, many years without any sort of resolution for Dennis. The book was written in 2013. It was read by the right people, I would have to say, rather than a lot of people. And it was read by a former Chief Commissioner of uh, Victoria Police, uh, Mick Miller. And, uh, <clears throat> and Mick alerted this uh, to other police officers within Victoria Police. And uh, then, there was, then there came the Royal Commission, and by that stage... Victoria Police uh, lay down and accepted that Dennis Ryan had been forced out of uh, out of the job he loved for doing nothing more than his job and uh, seeking to uh, prosecute this particularly unpleasant priest. Uh, so um, there was vindication in the Royal Commission, but what was lacking was compensation, and Dennis had missed out on his police pension and superannuation. And you took up his cause personally. You were trying to get compensation for this hero, really, a hero policeman. Yeah, he is And a hero. Uh, in the oh, end, yeah. uh, it was Daniel Andrews who came through for you. Yeah, look, that's right. And I'd been lobbying the state government, Victorian state government, for a long, you know, fair time. Uh, really from the time the Royal Commission had uh, found that uh, uh, Dennis's uh, story was spot on. And um, <clears throat> from that time on, I wrote uh, to various ministers... I met a number of them. I had a yum cha. I won't mention names, but I had a yum cha with uh, a Victorian state minister, which is a very Labor Party thing to do. It is indeed. And uh, look, I felt that I was getting a hearing, but things dragged along. And uh, then we thought there was going to be a big breakthrough. And I didn't tell this in the article, but I'll tell it very briefly now. The Chief Commissioner of Victoria Police went to visit Dennis Ryan, not for the first time, but we thought this was it. This was going to be an announcement of compensation. And and instead, he knocked on Dennis's door and said, I've got a photograph of you and I together, Dennis, and I've got it framed and I'd like you to have it. And, well, basically, all hell broke loose with all the people who were trying to get some compensation for Dennis. You you can't Uh, have money, but you can have a photo of me. Yeah, photograph. And, uh, look, a lot of people in Mildura blew up over this and... um, and uh, and uh, and that's when that's when Dan Andrews got involved, and and when he got involved, it it 
really was, well, it was all done and dusted in 10 days. This long struggle this man had been through, this wonderful police officer, <clears throat> should have really been a very senior police officer before he retired, but he got kicked out in 1972 for doing the right thing. Yeah, it's a great story, and uh, it was a good behind-the-scenes look at how Daniel Andrews had, had done something yeah. really noble and worthwhile for a man who was a great Victorian. We've got to yeah. take a break just now. When Cheers, we mate. come back, uh, Jack, I'm really keen to hear your take on the week in federal politics. I'm wrapping up the week with Jack the Insider, and Jack, I'm about to come to you for your rap on federal politics for the week, but I asked you to nominate a song of the week. This is the song of the week. It gives us a clue as to your thinking. There you go. Terrific song, Jack. Martha and the Vandellas. Uh, presumably that relates to the bloke who's now run away to Buenos Aires. <laughs> well, not just him. Uh, I think uh, uh, the Federal Parliamentary Liberal Party, uh, that song might work for. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Um, we uh, have got another six months to go. Um, but uh, look, I think if we had an election Saturday, Labor would pick up the best part of 30 seats. Well, Jack, I've written about this for tomorrow's Australian, as you'd imagine, and one of the things that stands out to me, of course, there's always people trying to drag down a government, the opposition for starters, but I can't remember a time when you've got people inside the Liberal Party trying to bring down a Liberal government. Well, it's, it's worse than that. I think they actually want to burn the Liberal Party down. Um, and and let's, let's be honest about this. This is not a good development if it if it should come to pass the the, the very end of the liberal party uh, breaking into let's say two separate fractions or two separate parties moderates and conservatives that would not be good for australian democracy it would give labor and bill shorten a clear run at multiple terms and bring very very little accountability in our parliament so it's not a, it's, you know, there, there are people within the Liberal Party and the Federal Parliamentary Liberal Party who believe that this thing must be destroyed first and then rebuilt. Oh, wow. It's uh, in, in, incredible, really, to think about. There's no doubt, of course, Malcolm Turnbull, by resigning from Parliament and then not campaigning to support uh, his replacement candidate, uh, d deliberately took actions that uh, jeopardised the government's majority. And then... What we've seen from Julia Banks this week is resign, basically, because Malcolm Turnbull resigned. That was her only justification, really, for quitting the Liberal Party, was because her party had rolled Malcolm Turnbull. And that's why I reckon this is the song of the week. If you leave me, can I come to? anything i'll tell you what you don't want to laugh too much about this jack but who is going to be next could more go a lot of talk about craig laundy certainly not contesting the next election yeah well i don't think he will contest um and uh i don't know whether he'll go to the crossbench I, I i think that might be a bit too much of course we had craig kelly will he won't he or i will i won't well he's uh, another another circumstance isn't it? he's likely to get tossed out by the opposing faction and be forced out and mm. then he could of course quit the party but he's ruled that out now yeah look uh there was even talk that he would quit the party and then return to it uh, afterwards but uh, run as an independent then return to it afterwards uh look uh, once these things start, 
I looked at uh, I looked at the Labor Party split of fifty four fifty five very closely. Once these things start, they're almost impossible to stop, and uh, uh, there are no cool heads prevailing. I, I don't know that there are any cool heads there within the federal. Uh, parliamentary party. There may be some elder statesmen, of course, John Howard and so forth, who might be able to bring this back to the brink, but uh, you know, so many of these people Howard included, have They've done their time. You know. Yeah, look, there's no one in there now with the yeah. authority, is there, Jack? That's, that's the right. that's the point. You've got so many disparate forces in the Liberal Party. The only way to hold it together is to have a leadership, one or maybe a handful of people with real authority. Uh, look, in the meantime, we've got six months. Parliament virtually won't be sitting at all in that time. Of course, we've got Christmas, but there's really only two sitting weeks where the Senate and the uh, House of Representatives sit before a next election is called. So you've basically got government on holiday. Uh, <clears throat> there's a talk that cabinet government is basically on the verge of collapse. Um, uh, you've got ministers uh, flipping through their teledexes looking for jobs post-politics. It's a very gloomy scene. It's bizarre. Meanwhile, though, the economy is incredibly prospective. Uh, well, it's it's going along okay. I mean, there are some concerns there, particularly... Well, in well it's not. Market. Come on. It's not... It, 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 you know, it's, it's hardly the boom times. Oh, but, I mean, compared to the rest of the world, you'd take this just about any time. Oh, look, you would. And, and the old truisms about... Uh, it's all about economics. Seem to have just gone out the window. <laughs> Absolutely. When you're tearing yourself apart, it's probably not all about economics. Oh, people, it should be, but it's not. It. Yeah, people just hate it. I mean, what we saw in the Victorian election was, you know, I mean, you had people, it looks like Labor's won Caulfield. Can you believe it? Yeah, um, unbelievable. Uh, it, 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 there's something re really serious going on there. And Chip Legrand at The Australian did a, a very good analysis piece. He went around to Brighton and and uh, and Hawthorne and places like that and tried to sort of get a feel for what was going on. And there was a sense, one, that people were unhappy that Malcolm Turnbull had gone, but also that Matthew Guy, and I know that's just a state business, but Matthew Guy and Michael Krager at Howell yeah. were running around lecturing people. You know, scaring people. Yeah, it's people a shock. Won't wear it anymore. They you know, won't indeed. These days. Thanks so much for joining us, Jack. Really appreciate you. Pleasure, Chris. Jack, the insider there. His latest book, Unholy Trinity, the latest edition is out now. Stay tuned now for Sports Zone with James Willis. I'll talk to you next week.